It's just a temporary inconvenience. Would you like me to ask them to keep it down? No, I'm all right. Very well, Christine. I will speak to you after today's podcast. Good morning, Henry. Good morning, Roy. Henry, we did it. We're back in our studios in Glendale. Yeah. The Voice Actors Guild reestablished 1982. It's great being back. You like your new control room, Henry? Does that grab your flab? Yeah, it grabs my flab. Henry, is that a Jay Giles band poster I can see through your control room glass? Yeah, but I'm within my rights. We will discuss this after the podcast, Henry. You know how I feel about the Jay Giles band. You love them and you love the poster? Yes. Great. Are we ready to roll? I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to warm up? No, that won't be necessary. All right. Let's go. Okay. Cueing theme in three, two, one. Welcome, listeners, to the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast. I am Roy H. Pomeroy, and today is a special day. We are recording in the renovated Voice Actors Guild Studios in Glendale. Do pardon any construction noises you may overhear on today's episode of the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast. We just sunk $4 million into the repair and renovations of this facility, and the last bit of work is being completed today, ahead of schedule. Radical. Henry Francis Tottenham is here today in his classic position behind the glass of his little sound booth. It's called a control room, Roy. Control room, with its dials and levers, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were all sorts of digital gizmos. Gizmos? Gizmos. Okay. How do you say that? I think it's pronounced gizmos. If you say so. I say so. How do you like your new gooseneck microphone and talkback speaker? It's good. I can position it away from me like this, or I can bring it up nice and close. Henry? Mm-hmm. Frankly? Yeah, Roy? You have a gooseneck microphone. How do you like your new microphone? Oh, it'll do fine, I suppose. Roy, that's a Neumann U87. I'm sure it's an expensive and wonderful studio microphone, Henry, but it doesn't have a gooseneck. No, you don't want one of those. I kind of wish I had a gooseneck. (laughs) Why? I don't feel I need to defend myself, but obviously it's to make minute adjustments to the position of the microphone uh, relative to my mouth. (sighs) That would cause so much handling noise, Roy. Henry, you forget yourself. Oh? I could order you to do this, but I'm not going to order it. Good. Although I could order it for myself. Yeah, they have a catalog. Uh, Perhaps there's something to this gooseneck handling noise microphone controversy. You don't want one now? I don't know. Goosenecks are just kind of controversial. I'm embroiled in controversy, Henry. You've embroiled me. My apologies. That's quite all right. Pay it no mind. So what do you want to do today? Do we have any guests lined up? Any famous actors or musicians of note? Uh, no. Nothing I'm aware of. Do we have any clients or anything? Any work? Uh, we have that soft drink ad, but the script isn't final yet, so I don't want to get ahead of... My goodness, Henry. The telephone. I thought you said we didn't have any guests. We don't. I don't know who this is. Seems like we have a mystery on our hands. You gonna get it? Yes, I'll handle this, Henry. You just sit tight. Great. Voice Actors Guild Studios, this is Roy H. Pomeroy speaking. Yeah, can I get a couple of baskets of clams? Um, I'm gonna need that delivered, along with uh, a couple of buckets of beer to the Ghostlands. So, if you wanna just get that going for me, uh, how much do I owe you? All right, let me stop you there. I believe you've reached the wrong number, sir. There's a... The call you have made requires an initial deposit. Please hang up momentarily. Good heavens. Caller, are you still there? I I didn't put that many ghost coins in this thing. Okay. Um, Listen, I might have to call back, all right? Hold on. Oh, he's hung up, Henry. Yeah, 
Wrong number. He mentioned clams? Happens all the time. Oh, it does? Angelo's All Night Clams has a similar telephone number to us. Well, I can't have clam odors pouring in while I'm trying to... Re- oh, there it goes again. We don't have any other guests, so... Voice Actors Guild Studios. Roy H. Pomeroy speaking. Who is this? Yeah, sorry about that. I need to get these clams uh, delivered to the Ghostlands. You guys do that, right? This is not Angelo's All Night Clams, the 24-hour-a-day clam restaurant. This is the Voice Actors Guild Studios. We take on commercial clients. Oh, no no kidding, like for uh, products and soft drinks and stuff. Yes. What number, out of curiosity, did you attempt to dial? Uh, that would be a 555-clam. Uh, it should seem you've transposed several digits and added a few new ones of your own. I'm going to need some, so what do you guys got? For, for food? Oh, yeah. Just what's in our break room refrigerator. Oh, okay. Um, what do you guys serve? Uh, would you hold on for a second? I just have to confer with my assistant. Oh, yeah, I get it. Great. Caller, I'm placing you on hold. Henry, what are we going to do here? We have to figure out what his game is. What's he playing at? All right. String him along. I see. Keep talking. Tremendous. We don't have another guest. Henry, that's a wonderful idea. Thanks, Roy. Caller, are you still on the line? Yeah. I apologize for the wait. Uh, Go on. What can I get you? Let's see. Clams. Very good, sir. Our break room refrigerator is bursting with all manner of clam. Our delivery boy is headed out to the ghost lands later anyway. Would 11 a.m. be too late in the day for clams? Oh, that'd be terrific. And who can I say is ordering clams today from this recording studio? This is uh, Babe Ruth, by the way. Uh, so a lot of times when I call, people just say, it's already on its way, Mr. Ruth. I'm not really accustomed to uh, this kind of back talk, frankly. Oh, me, oh, my. The, I, look, I have to end this charade right now. This ruse has gone on long enough. Right, Henry? Yeah. We have no clams here. And you, you claim to be the ghost of Babe Ruth? Yeah. The baseball man. The salt and the swat. The bambino. The babe. The famous American baseball man. Well, yeah, I'm a baseball man, true and true. And you're a ghost. You're, you're, you're the ghost of Babe Ruth? That's right. That's and to this, you attest under penalty of perjury? You are a g- g- ghost? I am. I did die. Henry, is there any way to put a trace on this call? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, no matter. This is obviously a case of kooks, cranks, and pranksters. Well, let me tell you something. I ain't no kook. Right. But I am a spook, and so can we get back to delivery schedules? How can I put this gently, prankster? There shall be no delivery. Look, I've seen a lot of strange things in my years, but this is certainly a prank call. Unless this damn dirty phantom is telling the truth, Roy. Henry, not in front of the ghost. Oh, sorry. Where are your manners? I forgot my manners. This isn't this isn't a prank call. This is a this is a call to a place to get some food. Alright, let's just say for the sake of a California argument, you are the ghost of Babe Ruth. Absolutely. Certainly it would be no trouble at all to levitate something here in the realm of the living. Okay then. Check this out. Status report, Mr. Tottenham. Any levitation worth noting? My gooseneck microphone moved a little bit. Well, that's uh, that's promising, but that could just be natural gooseneck motion. Oh, something more concrete. Yes, please. All right, uh, Henry. Yeah? Henry Francis Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your name? Yeah, it's my full name. Have you got 57 cents in your pocket, Henry? Um, let me see here. It's all right, Henry. Exactly 57 cents. Five. Is that good? 57. 
Oh my stars and heavens and lucky charms, Cereal from General Mills. Welcome to the Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast. Now before you say a single solitary additional word, you must understand that this conversation is being recorded for the purposes of a podcast on a tape recorder. What's a tape recorder? Oh boy, Henry, would you like to explain to the ghost of Babe Ruth what a tape recorder is? Oh sure, uh, a tape recorder is a machine Henry, we haven't the time for this technical talk. Oh, oh okay. Babe Ruth? Hey. Just think about this as a radio program you can carry around in your pocket and listen to any time of day or night, and on holidays. Uh, go ahead, I consent. Righteous, babe, far out. I guess my first question to you is, why are you ordering clams? Well, Ray, it's pizza night. Yeah, Roy. Uh, everyone loves pizza pie, pizzeria pies. Oh, sure, everybody loves pizza, but I'm not crazy about it. What's the objection? It's triangular. Sure. And I like my food round. All right. I prefer food, well, roughly round. Okay. Like clams around, sort of. Mm-hmm. Cold cuts around, mortadellas round, pepperonis. Round, yes. Round, smaller than mortadella normally. Yep. You got your ham, which can be round, sometimes square. Yes. I prefer round. Right. But square is good. Okay. I like, uh, you know, turkey. Sure. I like turkey loaf, olive loaf. Mm. Olive loaf is underrated, frankly. Well. I ate uh, a lot of olive loaf with my buddy Pig. Oh. Um, we shared many cold cuts over the years. We shared, uh, like I mentioned, mortadella and gabagool. Now, Babe Ruth, in your day, you must have blasted through an enormous amount of bologna. Do you have any estimates? I have no idea how much bologna we ate. There's no way to calculate such things. I mean... Fair enough. Anyway, I, I digest. What were you saying, Ray? I just wanted to clarify that your friend Pig is a human being nicknamed Pig and not, in fact, a talking pig. Oh, my childhood friend Pig from Pigtown, Pennsylvania? Yes, the very same. Oh, yeah. A human child with a cruel nickname? Kids are mean. They gave him that nickname. Well, they used to call him Fatty Piggy Boy, but, you know, over the years it got... Uh, Abbreviated? It whittled down to Pig. And I'll tell you why they call him Pig. All right. Because that guy could eat. Mm-hmm. One time he defeated an ostrich. An ostrich? Ghost of uh, Babe Ruth? Yeah, an ostrich. You'd think they wouldn't be able to eat. Exactly. But that son of a gun, he was neck and neck with old Pig for a while there. But I saw one time about bowl nine, I, I saw one knee kind of buckle and I said, oh, oh. That ostrich is in trouble. Right. Pig had no problem. <laughs> By bowl 11, yeah. the girls came out with those cards, and everyone was cheering, and the cards read bowl 11, and these are leggy blondes bringing out boxing cards and parading around. I was enjoying a terrific cigar. Sure. And Pig was going for it that night. Right. 11 bowls of spaghetti, and that ostrich, it fell asleep. Holy smokes. Right there. It just wobbled and laid down for a nap. Tremendous. Wow. Ghost of Babe Ruth, would you care to stick around while I read a message from this week's sponsor? Certainly. Let me just review my notes here. Take your time. This week's episode of the Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast is brought to you by the car wash industry. Do you you want to take that again? What was wrong with that, Henry? You had a weird pause. Oh, between car wash and industry? Yeah, there was a pause. That was intentional. Really, Roy? I'm sorry. No, I'll try it your way. Okay, you can go again anytime. Yeah, one more time. All right. Edit this out. Okay. This week's episode of the Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast is brought to you by the car wash industry. Did you know that driving an unwashed vehicle on the island nation of California is not only an eyesore, but terrible for wind? I certainly do. 
Oh, Ghost of Babe Ruth. This is the part of the uh, show where I'm reading a sponsor message. I'm not speaking directly to you. Right back to scare right here. Where was I? Uh, rough paints. Rough paints. The rough paint surface of dirty vehicles just isn't aerodynamic. All that grime just adds to the wind crisis that is blowing napkins off tables and cash right out of your hand. So please, treat your vehicle to a car wash at your earliest convenience. Don't you want to help reduce excess breezes coming off our highways and roads? Okay, page two. All right. Take your car to the car wash. Take your car to the car wash. They'll wash your car as you relax. Safe inside a world of bubbles and rotating automatic buffing cylinders. It's quite a trip through an enchanting realm. Resist the natural urge to run your wipers, however. There's a broken pile of wiper arms out back to prove my point. Look, just get yourself to the car wash right now, mister. With no delay. It's good for the wind, it's good for your car, and it's uh, pretty good for this podcast as well. And for a limited time, if you tell the car wash man you are a subscriber of the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast, you will receive an extra coat of wax. And the best part is, that's on top of whatever wax they've already laid down. There's no limit to the amount of coats of wax they'll put on for you, so just tell them at the end, and that's one more coat of wax for you. Do it for that little girl who got blown away in the wind. Yeah. Did you read that story in the LA Times? It's a tragedy. She's still up there, as far as I know. Oh, yeah? They were feeding her by kite. What's she eating? Mm, sandwiches. That's nice. Ghost of Babe Ruth, before the break, we were discussing your bad feelings towards the Italian pizza pie, better known as pizza. Well, sure, it's always disappointing to come across pizza. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. ever since I mentioned my fear of pizza, when I was very drunk to DiMaggio and he told everybody in this ghost land that I was afraid of pizza. Oh, say it ain't so, Jumpin' Joe. Jumpin' Joe. Where hath thou gone, Joe DiMaggio? A lonely island nation turns its eyes towards you. Let me tell you something about that guy. The only good thing about that guy is his wife, and frankly, I'd like to bang her. <laughs> oh, please. Ghost of Babe Ruth, not in front of young Henry. All right. Come on, I wanted to hear. Pay it no mind, Henry. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, Roy. How's your career in the ghost world going, Babe Ruth? Are you swinging that bat? You getting out there on the pitcher's mound? Oh, no. I don't do much baseball and no more. Oh, that's a shame. Here in the land of the living, your rookie card trades for north of $100, babe. What do you think about that? Hold on. Oh, what's going on? It's my lucky day. What's happening? There it is. Hot dog dirigible flying right at me. Must have been good today. Hold on a second. Listen, ears, it sounds for all the world like the ghost of Babe Ruth is eating a large airborne hot dog. You still there, Ray? Yes. Oh, by the way, how many coins did you put in the payphone? Of 751. We should be well positioned to not have to insert any more coins for the duration of this podcast. Set another hot... No, that's not... What is it? Is there something tubular floating towards you in the mists of the ether of the Ghostlands? No. Oh, all right, all right. What is that? Is that a pencil? I don't want a pencil. Oh, a pencil. That's nice. Mr. Babe Ruth, let me ask you this question. Who was your favorite team to pitch for? Was it the Braves, the Yankees, or the Boston Red Sox? Well, I did not enjoy my time with the Sox because uh, they used to, like, try to want to, like, uh, you know... Have me cut back my uh, whiskey drinking and my beer drinking and my uh, my uh, womanizing. Babe Ruth, you still hold the record for the most girlfriends ever in a single season. Two girlfriends. You ever get around? Get around? I'm afraid I don't take your meaning. Roy? Yes, ghost of Babe Ruth. Be honest. Have 
Yes, Ghost of Babe Ruth? Get around a little bit. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, no. Well, if you're speaking of uh, having an affair, Henry here is 30 years old and he's single. and He's on the dating scene, so it's hardly called uh, stepping out. That, that's not what I'm talking about, Roy, and you know it. Sometimes my dear wife Elizabeth and I will take a walk on the beach and collect interesting rocks. Is that stepping out? If that's what you'd like to call it. Then yes, I am a California-style uh, uh, swinger. That doesn't even make sense. So, Ghost of Babe Ruth, I must ask, what are the ghost lands really like? What do you do all day long? What's, uh, what's all this afterlife business? Oh, you're talking about, uh, the whole heaven and hell thing? Well, that's a whole bunch of crock of, uh, you know, bananas. Oh. Listen, the way it works is everybody gets up here, and then everybody sort of put, it's kind of a class system. Right. Like, the worst kind of people have the worst accommodations. Naturally. And, uh, the, 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 the really good people, they got a good, nice setup there, pool. Oh. They got a jacuzzi. Maybe many of them got a good jacuzzi. Oh, fantastic. Is it a jacuzzi or a jacuzzi? It's a jacuzzi. It's a jacuzzi. And, um, they got uh, nice places up there. They got gardens, fresh food, and like a much bigger menu. I gotta tell you, Roy, I wasn't the greatest guy down there, you know what I mean? I made some mistakes. I was an incorrigible child back in Big Town. Oh, I was quite a hellraiser back in the Wisconsin Dells, I'll tell you that. Really, Roy? Yes. I've never told anyone this before, but I once stole a bar of soap from my own father. Oh. What do you get up to most days? I spend a lot of time in the, in the ghost bars with this guy, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, the lead singer of the The Doors? The Doors. The Doors. The Doors, Henry. The Doors. Yeah, he wears some um, them leather pants, goes on about himself and his poetry, but right. he's a good drinking buddy, you know what I mean? Is he nearby right now? Hold on. Jim. Jim. This would be an exclusive interview. Jim, you in there? Come on out, say hi to my friend Roy. Hey, I'll be right out of the bathroom, man. He introduced me to a little bit of uh, what he calls uh, Mother Nature. Yeah, hello, man. Who is this? Oh, this is Roy H. Pomeroy of the Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast. Oh, I'm very happy to be on your show today. Jim, your buddy Babe Ruth said you like to hang out in the ghost bars, talk poetry, and likely hit on women ghosts. What are some of your best pickup lines? Oh, I, I don't have uh, pickup lines per se. No? No, I, I just, uh, I'll invite a lady up to my hotel and I'll put scarves on all the lamps. All right. Read poetry for six hours or so until I fall asleep. Delightful. And if uh, I should fall asleep on the floor, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all the better for me because uh, I will end up there anyway. Jim, I'm afraid we have a bad connection. You seem to be fading out. Operator? Oh, I'm afraid you're having one of your Morrison naps. Jim! Jimmy, can you hear me? Autograph there, uh, Listen ears, it sounds like the ghost of Babe Ruth is giving his autograph. Who should I make this out to? Now sounds like he's customizing the autograph on what I assume is a black and white glossy headshot that says Babe Ruth. Huh? Hey, hold on. All right. Hey, Jim, yeah. are you heading out? Yeah, man. All right, hey, hold on. Ray, I got to get going. All right. Jim is uh, ready to go, and I'm going to get down to the bar. Yeah. Sure. It's uh, not open late on Tuesdays, which kind of pisses me off, frankly. Language? Sorry about the language. 
it kind of makes me mad that it's not open late on Tuesdays, but what are you going to do? Right. Anyway, hey, do me a favor. All right. I might call you back. Yes, I would like that. Maybe you can get a delivery guy up here. All right. And, you know, Tuesdays be nice because it's pizza night. I'll no promises. All right, I got to go. Hey, Roy, thanks for everything, Roy. Thank you, Spirit. May peace be upon your soul. It's been nice talking to you. Yes. Goodbye, the ghost of Babe Ruth. Take care now. Astounding, our first day back at the Voice Actors Guild Studios, and we interview not one, but two ghosts! I guess we can interview ghosts now. Yes. Yes, we can interview ghosts. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, we did just interview two ghosts, so I don't see why that's a, a crazy thing to say. I guess anything is possible, right? You know what's very possible? What's that? But the next time I come into the Voice Actors Guild studio, I've got a I've got a gooseneck microphone, Henry. Why shouldn't I have a gooseneck microphone? You, you really want a gooseneck? I just got to get myself a gooseneck microphone. Okay. Henry? Yeah? I want to feel real loose, like a long-necked goose-necked microphone. <sighs> Fine. Goose-necked microphone, please. They are really fun to adjust. Oh, hot damn. Is that it for this episode? Yes. Okay. Would you like to grab some lunch? Yes. Henry, I don't mean to presume, but I've been hearing an awful lot of good stuff. A good buzz about Angelo's all-night clams. Yeah, they're pretty good. I could go for clams. All right, clam rages. Pomeroy podcast is produced by me, Roy H. Pomeroy, please. Our guests this week included Babe Ruth, a ghost, and his ghost friend, Jim Morrison of the Dewars. Henry Francis Tottenham was manning the soundboard. Our editor was Ted Ehlers. Special assistance by Peter DeShane. I don't believe I recognize that name, Henry. Is he a friend of yours? Yeah, we met on the sand dunes. Righteous. Guests of the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast may help themselves to the contents of our break room refrigerator, which now includes mustards from around the world. All words, far out sound effects, and notions in this podcast are copyright 1982 Roy H. Pomeroy. What was your favorite team to uh, pitch for? Was it the Braves? <laughs> Henry, Henry? Yeah. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Hey, kid, get me a basket of hot dogs, and I'll hit you a homer in tonight's big game.